Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy, everybody out there. Alex is about to be a new dad. Everybody congratulate Alex. And we have a couple of other holdups. So right now, it's going to be very difficult for us to record full sessions. Next week, you will be getting uh, a brand new invasion. But in the meantime, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be uploading these little character catch-ups, little chit-chats with the cast. Today, we'll be starting with Ryan Haywood, and we'll just be working our way through. I already have a bunch of these in the can, and I'm editing them now. I really hope you enjoy them, and thank you so much for being patient with us. Obviously, you could still support the show by going to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. You can get hundreds of hours of content just for a couple of bucks, and it really helps us kind of pay our bills and keep doing what we're doing. Thank you so much. And without further ado, let's talk to Ryan Haywood. For those, uh, okay, I guess for people out there who are not a part of the basement, uh, aren't, you know, we, we got to talk in a few days ago. And it basically started, uh, we were having kind of a heated conversation with Jameson and we were coming at things from a very different point of view and like like most things we've like me jameson and bria butted heads before and most of the time it's because we try and sort things out in text and the lesson we always walk away with is don't do that let's just jump into a call and this is the fourth time we've come to that realization and we all made fun of each other it's like why don't we just fucking jump into a call but at the time you know you're busy or like it was his kid's birthday that day. And like, it was, you know, but what it came down to was there's stuff that Jameson wasn't super happy about and there's stuff we weren't super happy about. And I don't think we all realized we're fighting for the same team. (laughs) We were just kind of coming at it from different perspectives, but uh, uh, something he brought up that was a really good point was since I'm not doing character chats right now. And since I'm not, I don't have that excuse to sit down with people monthly. Some character stuff could get left on the table, especially if uh, if we're doing, you know, two, three years for an arc or whatever it ends up being. It's already been like two almost. How could you keep up with um, everything? Right. Like it, it's a good idea to kind of sit down and do these little tune up things. And I've. I've been thinking about like a, not a format, but like questions I want to ask everybody. And oh, this will give you a question template. Yeah. Like, okay. My, so my first question here is as far as Almo goes, how do you feel he's been portrayed on the show versus what, what you went in wanting to portray? Almost been really easy to portray because he's so reactive and by nature, Mm -hmm. the, by design, he was reactive. There was, Hey, you're going to get into this because this looks like the sort of thing you should do as a career. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at this really cool band. Okay. I'll follow them. Oh, I, 
boy, this is weird. And I need to go home and take up some stuff. Okay. I'll do that. He's, he's very much, uh, whatever <laughs> idea he hears tends to be the best idea to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, whenever Clover, who I, who bless her comes up with the worst ideas when she has an idea, almost says, I love your ideas. He's very, he's, he's such a yes and character that playing him is pretty simple versus uh, what he was in, what I had in mind for him. And I, everyone on the show is different, but there's always, um, there's always the chance that someone will be disappointed with something or they wanted to pull the trigger on something and they just didn't, and they'll never bring it up. And that's, that's kind of why we're doing these. Cause it's true that I, I always kind of have an open door policy, but people sometimes think they're bothering me or they think that, you know, whatever, when it's I mean, literally my thing, they, they need to be more like me and hope they're bothering you. It's like, wow, I got to bother yeah. him. It's like, if I'm every under every fucking day, I every talk fucking to you day, and I laugh so hard. It's like, I, I, I can literally see your skin crawling and it brings me joy. <laughs> I, I don't get a disconnect between what you wrote as a character for the backstory and what's been portrayed on the show. But you never know in the course of like two years doing this, it's like, hey, I want to throw this in or I... I feel as though I've gotten these aspects across what what's next. Yeah. And I guess that's since obviously there's been a ton of stuff we've heaped on role play wise and heavy conversations and stuff you've had to go do. Has your like your personal mission objective changed for all Like, is there is there a riding off into the sunset? And what does that look like? I guess. Well, that. For for Olmo, um, eventually he's going to have to make the final. Like, even though he kind of gave up following the band and being a part of the band and getting into the life among his people, like he felt like he was supposed to. I feel like for Olmo, eventually he's going to have to make that ultimate decision. What does he want to do with his life? It's that very late teens, early twenties. Uh, uh, do I chase the thing that I love more than anything or do I follow the path of personal responsibility? And, and, and a lot of that is going to theoretically eventually be his journey. And I, I have a guess of where I think that he will wind up if it winds up being ultimately left up to him. I, I think that he does enjoy being a blacksmith, but I think that music is the only thing that's more important to him than his music is his fa- is, uh, family. So I think that it, there's a lot of things that if something were to happen to Clover, I don't think he would stick around in town too long. I think he would leave and, and pursue a path of music Right at the end of the arc. Um, otherwise, um, who knows? Uh, he, he might just say, you know what? It's time to really buckle up and I've done all this stuff. And I, now I'm going to support um, whoever's in charge. I'm going to s- I think that I've got enough skill that maybe I could be a much better blacksmith than even I thought. Maybe I gave up on being a blacksmith too easy, he might think. It's. But where his path ultimately lay, it really depends a lot on what <clears throat> happens ahead of him. He's he's not predefined. He's dynamic. I definitely feel as though. Every group. I, every group had a different timetable. I feel like 
I, I can see where the potential end road is for a lot of groups. Uh, Invasion, I think, took the longest. Uh, and and right after them is probably Forsaken. Like, Ravens seemingly had a very clear path, but I feel like what they choose to do toward the end is going to radically alter whatever happens. But with Packbound... You guys had a mission objective and completed it. The, 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 the first group to go, OK, well, we did that, but we kind of broke a few eggs along the way. What do we do now? What do we what do we do with that? And I and unfortunately, I those see, eggs are dragons. So that's the thing is I can see a few potential end roads and I'm. I, I can I can see where Mr. Garner's taking things. Yeah. And I could see Xavier taking things in a different direction, but like ultimately, even though this is a four person party, I can see all of you wanting different things in the end. Like it's, it's, I'm, it is probably one of the most, one of the, the most, uh, close knit uh, parties that potentially there's there's this there's this little keg of dynamite in the middle that could separate everybody depending on what's offered and what's chosen. But like, do you? I, I don't know. Do you? Th- are you thinking about like quote unquote the end? Because we don't usually deal in finality, but we no. usually do. You know, when we wrap up an arc, I I want it to be satisfying for the group. While I'm aware that stories have a beginning, middle, and an end in a podcast D&D campaign is at a certain – to, to have it be satisfying, it has to be that way as a story. It has to get there. Right. The mindset I approach it with as a person playing D&D is that – is is more like as a, a person living. There's – the only end of life is just the one that comes naturally eventually. And you don't – you don't win or lose at D&D. You enjoy the experience with the people you're playing with. So I'm not really thinking about the end <clears> of the story. I'm thinking about the step in front of me. So while there's some stuff that it might be fun to see and that I like kind of put some building blocks in the back of my head ages ago for if they don't come up, well, that's the nature of the game. So like I have all these fun ideas for bottomless joy bottomless joy may never show up they're torn right and i well okay i i yes and no like not the touring thing but the like i believe in a character bucket list Mm -hmm. and i believe that there should be a few things highlighted it's like okay but i really want to get to the if we can make it happen let's do it like if it makes sense if it yeah i i want to do those things because I think you could be too passive and just waiting for something okay. to come in and like, you know, like I've, I've done it with NPCs sure. a ton of times. And the next thing you know, you look up and it's like, Oh shit, that was 2015. I wanted to do that. <laughs> it, oh God. You know, like fucking uptown funk yeah. just came out. Yeah. Like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> and all you have left of that is a post-it note. That makes no sense anymore. No, no, absolutely not. But it it really was something I was passionate about at the time. So like I I want to make sure without spoiling anything, like just keep that in 
the forefront of your mind like well all right so let me talk to you about bottomless joy we've never talked to, we've we've briefly talked about what might the band bottomless joy looked at look like but we've yeah. never gotten deep into it do you want me to tell you what my mind's eye version of bottomless joy is like or do you want to save it for not on the recording no 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 this okay. st- like go for it because i think it's going to be somewhere in the middle because i will. yeah 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 i because in my head i was just working on something for the second book that nice. I think I I think it would be perfect. But no, go ahead. Tell me what your vision is. Well, what's already come out canonically in the podcast was uh Jovi was mentioned as uh yep. being a part of the band. Um <laughs> Yeah, you still like that, huh? I do. I, every once in a while I think about that and it's like, yeah, okay. That's because I, I I do picture that mid-80s like I I, I don't know, not hair metal but like that like wanted dead or alive is the thing that kind of you know what i mean that vibe and, and, and jovi was picked specifically because <clears> i think <throat> we were talking in the basement about it. i was like i don't i'd have to go back and listen to all those arc one episodes what did dan usually play and and i think it was xavier's like a lot of bon jovi mostly and i was like all right and that's the seed was planted now we've got a jovi now Bottomless joy, because there's a whole, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I can't think of the word all of a sudden. Uh, it's a thing that is in the book over here. It's one of the background backgrounds that suggests that they have a fluctuating uh, membership. So what they look like could change at any point in time. But I was thinking you probably want to have like three core members if you can, right? And so we know that Jovi exists. So in my head, there were two others, and I was going to name them after some of the types of uh, combat weapons, uh, Bludgeon and Pierce. Ooh. Okay. Do do you hear the joke already? Yes. Okay, good. I, okay. I always looked at them like, okay, in this world, the same way that... Adventures are out and about and group members change. People die. People move on. People retire, whatever. And the same way the cast has changed over the years, I always looked at Bottomless Joy the same way where it's like, ah, well, we need a new drummer and we need a new, like, just, just us joking about it, it changed. And our humor was always very steeped in like, you know, 80s and 90s sitcoms, movies, music, that type of thing. A lot of wrestling, obviously, but I... I was working on subdomains for clerics. Oh, nice. And I was super inspired because each one of them, I, I went overboard because me and I, I ended up making a subdomain for every one of the new gods. And for merriment, I went with, um, there's a couple of different influences and like one of the big ones and I'll, I'll, I'm, I swear I'm not trying to get you to play Warhammer, but this is so. But th- in, that's okay. That's a lie. But let's move on. It is a lie. But like, okay, so in Warhammer, it's obviously this very grim, dark setting, and everything's you know, and um, a lot of the armies are kind of like defiled and you know, kind of steeped in if. Uh, if you're into sex, you're weirdly into sex. If you're into uh, eating, then you're yeah, everything's off the deep end. Okay. 
And there is almost a joke figure they put out that turned into something they actually made lore for where it was uh, basically like a chaos space Marine that was so into music that they cranked it up to 11. So they use music as a weapon. Everything's deafening. Everything is, you know, make your ears bleed. Like if they're, they're like, it's very over the top and very Warhammer, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I like that idea. Like taking something and not necessarily weaponizing it, but like that's the underlying current for everything. And like, I always kind of feel like D&D could use a bit more levity here and there. And I, I, I kind of liked taking a cleric domain and just weaving music in through the whole thing. So without being a bard, you're still musically driven and you're all of those spells and, uh, cleric subdomain, um, uh, channel divinity stuff, all that's kind of pumped through there. And like, I, I was kind of thinking of Oma when I did it and I was like, that's probably, that's probably a band member or, or like, you know I what think I mean? So. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, just like, like a touring band in real life, you probably have a day job or you have like a skill set you had to lean on before you made it big, quote unquote. So I don't know. Like I think about like what, okay. So what are these guys jobs? Like, what do they do? Somebody has to fix the wagons. Somebody's in charge of negotiating for uh, supplies. Somebody's mm-hmm. somebody has to put the band-aids on. I, man, honestly, I, I, I expect a lot of these to be more verbose or more, Hey, I have these problems. Let's fix it. And you're, you're usually pretty easy to get along with most of the time. Like sometimes you're a prick, but like sometimes like, you know, the the easy to get along with is actually a completely (laughs) elaborate ruse uh, that I throw out there just so that. I'm waiting for your guard to get down just far enough before I destroy oh. you. And dude, oh, I'm excited. That just was a year it. ago. Yeah, I know. that was a year ago. You could have finished me off when we first moved here. That was the time. I've, I've, my soul has done the Odin sleep. I'm coming back now. I know. Like, I know. It's too- <laughs> I, if I if I was just a little bit closer to you guys, if I'd already been over <laughs> to one of your houses before, I'd have known. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, the dogs know me already. I can get right in there. But I, that didn't happen <laughs> until after. So now I just have to bide my time. Like I don't know. It might be years. It might be decades. That's man. Wait, what a waste. Uh, with that. I <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's With the, the message of my that's it that's that's <laughs> well, basically it so you, you talk, uh, talk, talk to me let's not let's not wrap this up right away we've got a couple minutes i want to oh, let's go longer uh, let's let's all let's right just, let's yeah. do it what do you think almost should be looking at if you were to say like uh, this is what's the energy that you got off them what's what do you feel that i'm not hitting i don't know if it's I think it's more potential avenues, not necessarily something you're not hitting because it's a difficult. It is a difficult line to walk. I never want to tell somebody how to play their own character. I never want to I I never want to put it in a way where it's like, hey, you could be doing this better. I do like to offer suggestions if it seems like someone's having a hard time, like getting something in there. 
Um, <clears throat> or even offering that alley-oop of like wording something a specific way so that it makes a little more sense for the character. But I, the only thing I would say is Elmo is so easygoing. I feel like his character arc is that decision at the end, whatever he decides to do. And I, I do believe that with Zozo and Kriv fighting over leadership, uh, almost not really a part of that. He's just there to like, it's like, Hey, I'm here to facilitate. I'm here to, and you've done the big thing now, but there's still consequences for your people technically or, or potentially. So I, I feel like the dismount is going to be tricky Yeah, because that, that character art, it's like, it's kind of building up to a crescendo and it might be like one or two decisions at the end. It might be a few rapid fire, but kind of dismounting and showing that character growth is is always a tricky thing especially for wrapping up an arc at the time and other people are trying to get stuff in but i i i know you have a, a really good handle on the character so i'm not worried about you delivering it and yeah i i, I have my hands off the wheel anyway so like i i think you're gonna be fine all righty any of my other uh, this is is this patreon content or are you just going to s- sneak this into the regular feed i have no idea what i'm doing with this i might <laughs> do regular feed i might do regular feed i don't know go. guys when you're hearing this uh either way support the patreon go to patreon.com yes. slash d-a-n-d-r uh help us out like help help support the show where we're working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes and we wanted to put these out to kind of give you some insight uh it's it's I know it's really tough for listeners because like our our production schedule slowed down a little bit because we're doing a crossover and we had a mm-hmm. ton of recording issues. I think that's all gone now. Fingers crossed. I think that's all gone now. But so yeah, um, yeah, please. So I play like 30 other characters in Patreon content. Yes. Roughly. Um, we've got uh, Greg the cat. Uh, mm hmm. We've got uh, Gremip, the abrasive Tozath, the abrasive mm-hmm. fire Tozath. Um, you have less to do with uh, Grimby um, uh, with uh, Bree's little group. I um, have been so impressed with Bree. Like, isn't she doing great with that? She is. Uh, we obviously we've been talking behind the scenes. Like, sure. I didn't approach her at all i wanted it to be her own thing and Mm -hmm. she's gone she's gone nuts with it i've given her some pointers when she's asked but other than that my hands completely off her game is such like like it's such a different style to how you run it it like it hits different buttons to to your games and it's like oh i I like the the way it does that yeah dude i that's when she offered to do one, my my biggest thing is like, OK, do you know what you're getting? Do you know what you're volunteering to do? <laughs> because I think she is like, yeah, I play a game a month. It's like, oh, you sweet summer child. That is not all that you're because you it's easy to start something, keeping it going and, and paying stuff off, mm-hmm. I think is really tricky. And she's done Which, just a phenomenal job. 
what's the long running joke about D&D? The hardest thing about running a game of D&D is actually getting everyone to show up in the first place. Something like that. Yeah. And I've uh, again with our tech issues, like I've been guilty mm-hmm. of that. And I I think in years prior, like it, like we never canceled sessions before. And I, I I think it's been difficult to keep that morale up because we've yeah. gotten to the point where it's like, well, it's an 80 percent chance this isn't going to work. And that I think that was a lot of the other frustration with Jameson. And it, it we were right there. It's like, yeah, I know it fucking sucks. We want to fix it. But yeah. Yeah, the the yeah, but we're I I think we have it sorted out. I can't wait to actually pay off these character things and mm-hmm. get uh not wrap up, but like get to a point of payoff with these characters, then they hit a stride and then like yeah. I I have this vision for Packbound. No matter what you guys choose, like I I can kind of I think I see where you're going, but that makes one of us. Um, I'm, I'm Again, really, it's all potential, and I'm probably way off, but... Who knows? Uh, I'm really interested with uh, just the way the, la- the episode you just released uh, wrapped up. It's like, do we walk up to the, t- to the village leadership and say, okay, so um, we did free uh, the Ruthamar. Um, she's probably grateful, but <laughs> we talked to some gods, see? And they're saying, slow down there, champ. It's like, how does that conversation go? Get, I, it's like, okay, you talk to gods, whatever, pal. I, I'm, I'm, who knows? So, what's interesting about your situation is, I think you guys are going to have the greatest immediate impact, whatever you decide to do. And there's a ton of stuff. Like, there's, like, okay, three obvious paths where uh, it, it's very Fallout, where it's like, okay, well, you can go back to your people and tell them mission accomplished. And I guess you work on, you know, getting a Ruthamar to side with you or whatever. You don't go back and you try to, uh, you know, side with a Ruthamar as a being. And it's like, Hey, look, just, I, I don't know. Then there's the other dragon and. Calthraxis. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. So I'm, that's why I'm probably very wrong. Who knows? I, I I want to talk about how ungrateful these dragons are. We have freed mm-hmm. two dragons from captivity. You know what we haven't got yet? A thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, um, they haven't had the greatest experiences with people. It's I. without using a real world example it's it's tough but like it's it's a little it's like hey uh you're welcome like for your freedom (laughs) like it's it's you know what i mean like it's kind of you know it's like okay Uh, well wait a second (laughs) jason i live in america i get to tell Uh, our friends overseas that all the time so (sighs) just gonna see you're gonna make it (laughs) sorry i almost choked um I was in a I, I was uh, I was sitting down with Patreon group three last night and mm-hmm. we're we were we were talking. It's a, such a it, like that is such a wacky, yeah. fun loving group. And then in the middle of it, we always talk like politics. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's it's all of us going. It's like, yeah, man, things are fucked up. It, it, yeah. it, 
Anyway, monsters. Like, monsters. We'll, we'll take a half hour break to just sit there and I, I think it's therapy. I think it's yeah, like de- decompress a little. Know, yeah. yeah. Like it, it, it's like I need to I need to talk to somebody who isn't a Facebook comment. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like I need to talk to other people. I, I am convinced that Facebook conversations have hastened hastened whatever bad things are going to happen in the world by magnitudes. I people were people that didn't agree could talk before Facebook. I'm not I am no longer convinced that as a total that the Internet is actually a good thing. Uh, Maybe if we lessened the ability of people to actually use the Internet for anything other than mindless fun entertainment. Um, (gasps) You're trying to take away my freedoms? Correct. You don't need them. Stop it. Okay. Okay. Now, pardon. I just got on these tyranny boots that I just got from the store and they fit great. Why? Why do you ask? Oh, good. Were those the ones that were $400 in solid gold? That's right. <laughs> you got a pair of fatties? That's good. That's right. That's great. That's, That's right. <laughs> the fun thing about them is uh, I am positive that before too long that gold will turn orange. Oh my god, it's insane. I I'm I'm a filthy lefty. I I don't care. And and no one's yeah. listening to this that you know, but Bree Bree sent me uh it's like hey he has a GoFundMe up for three hundred and fifty-five million dollars to pay off his legal, his legal fees, fees and his damages. Like it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, and it's got over five hundred thousand dollars. I have watched, not even talking about myself, but I have watched hardworking mm-hmm. people in our industry who uh who who put out five six kickstarters their seventh one was a little delayed or something and Mm -hmm. i'll see comments like i'll never trust you again it's like they didn't try to overthrow the government they just had a delay (laughs) like yeah what the fuck but uh just the world's gone insane yeah i will say Mm. uh I, I I am but a man. I I I know I know it's shocking, but I, you don't say. What I want to do is have a special episode for every holiday, mm-hmm. and like I want to do something for April Fools. I, I want to do something. I don't know what, but for July Fourth, I want oh, to run Monsters of America. It's yeah. been co- it's years. I've been waiting for years, uh-huh. and. I've been waiting for things to cool down, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. No. So I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get on the pre-recording train. July is months off. We can get that knocked down yes. ice in the can and sitting. I uh, we're putting feelers out because this one's okay. tricky in that it's like, okay, who wants their name attached to this? <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's you know, if you don't, I get it. But I, yeah, I have zero problems with having dumb fun like sometimes the dumber the better as far as i'm concerned that makes me laugh because sure because if you don't you cry no because it's uh i you, you just you if you're not laughing you're you, if you got to see the humor in a situation whenever possible so it's like if someone's yeah. not 
actively trying to be directly harmful, I'm going to assume that it's a bit in a joke, or at least it's not meant to be super abrasive. So if we're just having a little fun, hopefully everyone understands, hey, we're just having a little fun. Yeah. And I mean, I would even like put up a little thing like in the front. It's like, look, man, (laughs) this is this is meant to be satire, joking. Yes. Wherever you fall in the political spectrum, Mm -hmm. I think we could all look at things and go, this is pretty absurd. Like whatever you're pointing at, we should be able to go, "Okay, uh, this is messed up. Like just there's got to be something. If you're too Common much of a, if you're too much of a snowflake to get these jokes, this episode might not be for you. Ah, uh, I that doesn't work both ways. See, I it does. That, they, they just don't want doesn't. to believe it does. They don't want to believe it because the, the, there's a different barometer. You see, yeah. because if they don't like a joke, it's it's woke. If mm-hmm. if we don't like a joke, we're a snowflake. Just, like it's a very I, different barometer. I think. I, the the one the, here's a okay the, the, we are so far off the rails for character chats so, here but well we're we're building up to Olmo being a Trump supporter and I think that that is I'm a joke I'm joking I'm joking no I'm so no sorry. I mean I, let's, I, let's I don't think, want to ruin let's think about his Roger was a was a big influence upon him and we all know how Roger turned out no <laughs> uh, by the way we, that's another thing we need to talk about Jason. <laughs> no bit there's, there's this is so far in games with you there have been at least a couple bit characters that i'm aware of that they start to talk a certain way they have a podcast that uh, it makes sense it just no no you have to really listen to don't listen to that one listen to the good interviews see here's the thing i think <laughs> I think <laughs> this is such a good bit. I that my my biggest regret about losing Roger when we did was that that bit didn't get to go on longer because that was hilarious. I don't know how much further it could have I went know. without like directly. And there's like there's been obviously like conspiracy theorists and stuff like that, and all mm-hmm. kind of like I I find it fascinating mm-hmm. that. Greatest thing about podcasting is also the worst thing about podcasting, uh-huh. and that is anyone can do it. It uh-huh. is free to do. It just takes your well, time. Like, no, no, and, I, and I mean, like, relatively, like, I started with a rock band mic. Like, microphones are cheap if you want to get a cheap one. And I've heard people with large audiences and ass equipment, like, it doesn't. Because the people are there for the takes, like they're there for, you know, not everyone's got the the equipment Joe Rogan has. Like a lot of them are just aspiring Rogans. They got their, 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 their baby Rogans. (laughs) They can't afford the good horse medicine. They have to get like, you know. I'm going to pull up uh, Spotify when we get done with this, just to see if there's already a baby Rogan podcast. I see Jason. (laughs) Jason, we need we need to we need to jump on that immediately if that's not already trademarked. Welcome I, to Baby Rogan. Goo. <laughs> just like this woke true breast crime. milk. This is woke like I think just like uh, true crime was mm-hmm. kind of, every once in a while there's like an avatar for podcasting. Mm-hmm. And like uh, like that um kind of uh, it, not even rogan, but that kind of like hot political take conspiracy theory alpha male triumvirate 
which just (laughs) makes the worst man i don't know how (laughs) else to put it like man's hubris and an avatar for awful like just and i find them fascinating somewhere Uh, art art bell is saying i did not mean for this to happen (laughs) i i have unironically listened to stuff just to be like what how did you get to this? Because a lot of them don't make money. But I, I don't know if they're doing it because they think it's going to make money eventually or it's what they truly believe. And that's what's mm-hmm. crazy to me. So but that's that is something I do try to remember when I went uh, hot takes aside. Um, a lot of people that have opinions, whether they're similar to ours or they differ greatly from ours. They think that they're doing the right thing or think that they're the right people or think that this is necessary for whatever reason. And I think that there's probably a lot fewer bad actors um, than we would want to believe, which in some ways is more scary. Um, (laughs) I, I, I have unironically been told that I'm a, a satanic or the devil or evil because i didn't actually agree with them and i was like no dude like what like why yeah yes uh no um just the fact that um i i don't remember specifically where that conversation it didn't come up on the dnr servers it came up elsewhere but i maybe i had the crazy opinion that maybe i don't know maybe i thought that uh that the whole Roe versus Wade being overturned wasn't great, or at least, or at least maybe no. we shouldn't, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't just like, Hey guys, I understand some of you have hot takes on this. Cause this we're, but can we not talk about this here? And just kind of, and, and no, immediately yeah. it's like, ah, why would you think that you filthy lefty? It's you, you libtard as I believe I was called, but you oh know, my it's, God. that they, they brought up the classics. Yeah. Oh man, I it's been a while since I've been called a libtard. Like I've been called a lot of things. I, I do you want me my, to? Do you want? Is that what I should call you moving forward, Jason? No, like, no, no, no. I don't thirst for it. Okay. Uh, well, we'll take that. We'll take it back. That's our word now. That's right. That's uh, our word now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I find it fascinating through the lens of comedy. I have mm-hmm. always been a stand-up comedy fan, and mm-hmm. I genuinely was thinking about doing a series where I cover a comedian mm-hmm. and kind of talk about like, c- cause there's a thousand zoomers who don't know who Roseanne was and why she was an oh, important God. figure and she was what a she became human. for. Si- yes. That's it's so interesting because it's like, okay, this woman is insane yeah. and uh, she is not the same person she was 30 years ago. None not of us are, all. but like not, like a totally different set of core values. And I, she was replaced I, by a pod person. I'm still pretty sure of that. Uh, it, it, like there's a lot of people whose comedy was always a little edgier or something mm-hmm. like that. And you can kind of see where they, they took a turn. Rob Schneider's a great example where mm-hmm. Rob, I, just wow. But I, Roseanne is such a fascinating one because like she was such an avatar for change and equality and like all this. And then the opposite of that, where yeah, like her last stand up special, I would love to watch it on 
the Discord server with everybody after talking about like, okay, here's some interview snippets of this woman and like why yeah. her show was so important and why people still have an attachment to these characters and mm-hmm. they had to kill her to keep them. Like, like it. She, she anyway. had like people that were co-writers with her and best friends for years that had to break with her about some of her takes. It's like but society, the, the, if there's one thing that we can be sure of is that culturally it's always going to change. And there is yeah. no, there, it, you know, what? life is like, like my, like almost my position for playing Omo in the game. There is not an end goal. The end slides. It's always moving. Culture is going to change. Society is going to change. Our relationships with people are going to change and that can keep moving and we can try and we just try to learn where it's going and keep up with it and try to understand what's going on with people. Or we can be the old person that was left behind trying to keep the horse stables open as the age of the automobile started. Nothing has put a spotlight. And thank you for trying to wrap this back up into a character chat. You're welcome. Nothing has put a spotlight on change uh than listening to myself first podcasting that is a different Ooh. human but like i want to change i want to better myself mm-hmm. i don't want to think exactly the same things that mm-hmm. i thought 15 years ago because that's a failure on my part that is a failure to move forward with society and i i don't know i i i do want to thank you uh we obviously have I'm a session to go play oh uh, we do they're with, probably waiting on us right now Nah, they're fine. It's Casey. Okay. Who gives a shit about Casey? Uh, <laughs> Love you, Casey. <laughs> I, you're fine. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to join Ryan on uh, Patreon group too, you can go visit our Patreon. We lowered the cost of joining a game. Uh, we want more people to be able to do it. Uh, we want to play with new people in the new year. So thank you for sitting down and doing this, sir. And I really appreciate Thanks, it. Amber. And God, let us know what you think of this stuff, guys. And we'll continue to do them. I have more scheduled. And yeah. I, don't, I still don't think I have a format. I don't know what I just did. I could blacked out and started talking. So yeah, no, that, that changed at some point in time in there. But... Thank you for having me here. And I had a lot of time. Of course, record, a lot of time, a lot of a good. I, I words recording this with you. Good. Me, me enjoy words and a lot of time. Good. So, yes. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>